right, so here we go. Uh, we back in the news again with the Brooklyn boy. Well, let's first let's start off like this. Um, shout out to talk. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Two Ps, aka Paul Pierce. Uh, recently got let go from ESPN for having uh, the time of his life in his background doing normal shit on a normal day. But, I mean, obviously it was a exit plan, you know, or, you know, he probably knew of the, or he probably even planned on leaving prior to getting fired uh, from ESPN. But I want to talk about, I want to talk about why they, why there's two sides to this. So some people are calling him a weirdo and some people are for what he did. I'm actually on both sides and I can't be on both sides. Let me tell you why. First of all, I'm Baylor. I can I can play both sides. That's what I do. But the reason why I'm playing both sides is because um, what he did, I didn't see anything wrong with it, right? Now, we know he when you're under contract with some of these corporations, there's certain things that you can't do. I mean, even when you go league in some of these sports in your contract, you're not able to do some wild shit like jump out of an airplane, ride dirt bikes, motorcycles, shit like that because, you know, they invested in you. You know, now it's not the same as investing into an analyst because they could they can damn near pick any. They got cast that they're grooming to replace Paul Pierce. But the reason why he was hired, along with the, uh, you know, the Kendrick Perkins of the world and the Ryan Hollins and so on and so on, is because they stir up madness with inside the media from their personal views and their former players. And, you know, with Paul Pierce comes a long line of. LeBron baggage, uh, pure hate, right? It's all, this stems from, you know, 2003 all the way, you know, prior to him even getting drafted, um, Paul Pierce attacked or attacked LeBron's uh, tattoo, I should say, that had, that says chosen one on his back that, you know, goes all the way. And then, you know, they had the playoffs, battles back and forth, et cetera, et cetera. Um, not only that, there's a lot of people that have a hard time with, you know, a lot of people, including some people in the media, calling LeBron the greatest of all time. And, of course, uh, Paul Pierce wants to get the same type of love that Kobe got on during the Fair World Tour. Draymond put a host to that. And it was just a long, you know, he and it's just a long, a long list of stuff that gave Pierce the weirdo title. You know, stuff that stems back to him being in L.A. as well. Um... That still doesn't, it still doesn't matter, though. You know, that shit still doesn't matter. I mean, I understand that comes along with it because it's a part of your character. But what he did, I didn't really get offended by, nor did a lot of men in general. And I think a lot of women didn't get offended by his background. Uh, Of course, there were, I don't know, strippers or, and to tell you the truth, I mean, they were single women because someone uh, uh, typed, you know, aren't you married? And what people didn't know is I think, you know, Paul Pierce was, uh, you know, either dealing with or had already been divorced or something like that, living his life. Usually that's the go-to for some men getting out of a relationship and or marriage. They're going straight after the women. They're going back to the yard. (laughs) They're going back to the streets, fellas. You know what I mean? Now, so for him to go live, because he doesn't normally go live with this type of content in his background, that's where the weirdo part comes in at. You know what I mean? That's going to be that's going to be the narrative of the whole show. Is 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 weirdo ways, you know? Um why, you know? Why 
and, and don't get me wrong, like I said, we expect some of this from certain people, whether they're athletes or, you know, some form of entertainers. When they usually go live, we know it. We know who they are. You know, like Dame at one point was going live for a lot, and it was usually for allowing people to freestyle in front of him, you know, or him just talking in general. And again, and again, a lot of people picked up on the live thing during the pandemic, during the shutdown. So I get that. But during and after the pan and before the pandemic, Paul Pierce wasn't on live like that. Not at all. And I can't recall. A lot of people can't. So it's like, why? And it, but I will say he should be able to do what he want to do. If he if he has IG and only posts once every 10 years, that's his prerogative. If he decided he wanted to go live all for the whole month of March or something like that, that's his prerogative. Now, if he if there, if there was a plan or if there was some type of um, reasoning behind it, again, we'll learn about that later or whatever. The thing is, a lot of people felt like, well, you don't want to burn, not necessarily burn bridges with a company like ESPN, but you don't want to burn potential uh, bridges in the future with any other companies or anything like that. You know, we've had we've had some uh, former athletes, you know, um, Tim Hardaway, you know, have said some stuff. And has gotten him replaced and gotten him, you know, targeted because he said he, he bought you can't you're not supposed to bring your personal views um, on television. You know what I'm saying? We're not supposed to know, you know, and especially back in the day, we're not supposed to know who your favorite team is. We know what team you favor because usually whatever player that you like the most, you're going to favor. So we know when it comes to Skip Bayless, you know, he favors a certain player. Uh, Shannon Sharp, which we'll get to in a minute, he favors a certain player, and so on and so on. There's a lot of media people within the industry um, that favor certain teams and players. I was just listening to The Ringer the other day, and there's a cat on there that's close with, um, and, and I want to say even a spokesman for uh, KD, which I get to now. Uh, we'll say Kyrie for the last, for the for the for the tail end of the episode. <laughs> But recently, you know, as of today, KD guy had got into it with Shannon Sharp. And um, again, when it comes to this media stuff, we all have our personal opinions. And even as a quote unquote podcaster in the game, like it, as soon as you start a podcast and you start talking about uh, social media topics and things that go into the world, you kind of unofficially a media member, you know what I mean? Especially if you have a listener, you can have two to three listeners a month, yet those three are listening to your opinions about a sport, a team, a player, you know? And the thing is, uh, it, the media gets so caught up, you know what I mean? And the media, the NBA, NFL, MLB analysts, whether they're former players or cast that's been, that, that went to school for this, but has the personality to grab other people's attention, they're trained and groomed on top of the talent that they already possess to bring in an audience with interesting takes, hot takes uh, is what we call them. Um, and even inside of the thread, shout out to the thread, we've been rocking for some years now, 
and we've had our hot takes, and I'm pretty sure more so uh, than often we've had hot takes that stem from personal opinions and emotional opinions. It happens, you know what I'm saying? Because sports, that's what the, that's what sports does. It brings out the emotional side, and that's and sometimes it brings out a territory. Whatever territory your team represents, you know what I mean? When it comes to the Lakers, we know the Lakers represent the whole state of California, <clears throat> not just L.A., you know what I mean? Um, and that could be the same with other franchises as well. When we talk about the whole Katie and Shannon Sharp information, it's all, way, it's all about opinions. The thing that separates KD and Kyrie from everybody else, and, not, and, I, and I, I, let's not say that. The reason why they're separated, those particular two, from the pack is that we know their personality separate with them being on separate teams. You know what I mean? Um, We've seen KD get into back and forth with the media and fans online. KD has admitted to having burner accounts. You know what I mean? Guess what? He's the one. He's the one that got caught, right? There's probably plenty of players that have burner accounts, multiple burner accounts. Not only that, there's a lot of there's a lot of players that have burner accounts that's ran by family members homies and stuff like that. And they're just going in there to get the information like 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 the representatives the I call him the KD representative, you know, because he would definitely he he KD couldn't do any wrong. Let's just put it like that. But he basically said like everything that was said about KD from the moment, you know, he joined Golden State to the moment he left all the way up until now, we've seen it. You know, we've gone online and we've seen these things and we take them out of jokes because we have serious things to, to think about and to talk about, which I call BS. Not the fact that they don't have anything more important to do. is that, that it doesn't matter. The fact that you just sit up here and told us that y'all ran through all those comments and y'all heard all the criticism lets me know that y'all pay attention a little bit more than y'all need to. Every player that has played in, basket, played in the NBA with a status, whether you was a superstar, a Hall of Famer, superstar, star, role player, whatever the case may be, if you, paid, if you played a pivotal part and you may have had a few off-the-court incidents, uh, maybe a few scuffles on the court or something like that, and you probably gave us a couple of sound bites, we are definitely going to say something about you, right? At the same time, a lot of players have been in that situation May, some may have not been criticized as much as KD or Bron or Kobe or MJ, et cetera, et cetera. But you have been criticized before. The difference is some of these players really don't care. You know what I mean? I think one of the best players on Twitter of all time is Vernon Maxwell, former uh, Houston, uh, Houston Rockets player. I think he's one of the best um, by far. There's other players. Don't get me wrong. There's other players that interact online on Twitter but Brandon Maxwell knows how to do that shit well, and he stays attacking Utah. The whole state, <laughs> the whole state of Utah, like he attacks them like religiously. You know what I mean? And and they know that. That's the type of relationship. Uh, KD has been, and it's our fault because I've I've said this about players that nowhere near superstar status is that. How come we put these titles or we expect certain actions from certain players? Why? Because 
Steph Curry does this or Westbrook does that or Dame does that. So every guard, every scoring guard has to be measured up against that. That's fair. But don't hold them to the same standards, though. You know what I mean? Like you could judge them, but you know damn well who and who should and who shouldn't be judged on that level. But the fact that you continue to complain about it, I don't, I don't understand that part. Ultimately, it's better if you just say you don't like that player because, and most of the time, cats don't like a certain player. It's not because of what that player does. It's because the fans that represent that player. That's basically what it is. You know what I mean? And with KD, it's more so of, bro, you've already had the trash record of, you know, your, your record is trash already because of the burners account. You being sensitive. Anything, one thing that has shown me about this world is if you allow this world to pick at you, that's exactly what it's going to do. And in overtime. You know what I mean? So, again, I understand that. I understand that we should think about what we say before we say it. But I also know that when it comes to sports, this is their PR system. Bro, this comes with it. Like, niggas been getting criticized since they were in grade school. You know what I mean? And it's like none of that stuff really mattered to some players. I think some players are still affected by it because they a lot of players don't understand criticism or why. And it, and to me, I ain't gonna lie with you. I'm kind of like on their side, like bro. If you if you're not if you've never competed on this level, then you don't really have much to say in my eyes. That's how I would feel. Like if you haven't made it to this level, it's a certain level that you need to stop at before you started before you continue to criticize. Um, and the thing with Kyrie, you know what I mean? At this point, I look at the Brooklyn boys as some cats that just want attention. At the same time, that's the media fault for highlighting certain things. This scuffle between Kyrie and, and Dennis Schroeder was mild. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. It turned, it turned out to be something bigger because the N-word was highlighted. Back in the day, prior to Twitter, you would get maybe a few sentences in a paragraph in a typed-up article in the newspaper saying that, you know, there was some differences on the court between such-and-such and such-and-such such such player. That's it. And they may even have a still frame shot of it, and they might risk wasting money on posting that actual picture, whether it's in color or not. But the fact that twenty uh, that sports is a twenty four hour cycle, and we have so many social media outlets is going to highlight everything. The one thing social media has messed up for sports is the accessibility to all these teams, not only teams but the players themselves, personal accounts. You know what I mean? Following the dummy accounts that you don't even know about. You know what I'm saying? You could be following Katie's burner account, not even knowing that. That's the worst thing ever, because now we have 24 access to someone's brand. If they choose to sign up for a Twitter, IG, Snapchat, et cetera, it goes on and goes on and goes on. Now, they may not reply to us at all, often, or whatever the case may be, but we're still able to say certain things. Now, again, Twitter has piped down on a lot of slander these days because they've, they've piped down on people like myself just sharing great content. You know what I mean? Copyright infringements. But trigger, uh, trigger words like nigga, 
any type of profanity, any type of threats or something like that, kill, murder, slap, all kind of shit like that has been closely watched in the Twitter, Twitter universe. So everything is magnified, man. You got to be careful on what you say. But at the same time, we shouldn't be highlighting everything. Even though I feel like Kyrie and KD has been acting like they've been grabbing the headlines all year. If there's one team and certain players that has actually controlled the media as far as time, besides the Lakers' injuries, it's been Brooklyn, their moves, and their personalities. Because the first thing that we said is how are these personalities going to mess? Not just their game. We already know that Harden is an MVP type of player. KD's an MVP type of player. Kyrie feels like he's an MVP type of player. All of them got major game. Two, to me, can handle, can be, can, you can build a franchise around. One is very important to a franchise wherever he go as a second or third option. Now, with that being said, um, these are phenomenal players. But mentally, they already know that the media and the world, the world meaning the fans, are going to have something to say. So they've taken this tough guy, bad guy role on, and they're running with it. And for some reason, I don't understand the, the, new, the new fan base. It's like, they want, it's like they want to be the NWO. It's not really working for me, but it's like they want to be the new NWO. You know what I mean? I feel like the, the the NWO of the league was the Miami team, to me, to where we wanted to hate them, but we actually liked them individually. And that and to see them together like that was still refreshing, even though we said what we said. I'm over the whole KD going to Golden State. I'm over Bron going to Miami. Like, that shit is done by now. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of niggas that got favorite players that wish they should have linked up, you know what I'm saying, to get some rings. And these cats are, were held because of us and because of their game and maybe even their personal expectations held to a higher standard to where rings do matter in this situation. And again, KD, to me personally, would never be considered one of the best players uh, the, as far as the group that I'm talking about. When we talk about the LeBrons, the Kobe's, and the MJ's, those are like three players that could just sit in one package and nobody else would be able to reach them. That's what I mean. I don't think he'll ever be mentioned in that in that light. I think even Curry is a separate is separated from KD because leadership matters as well. You know what I mean. And if we're talking about KD being you know even six five or six six, we might be talking about the greatest player of all time if it wasn't for his height. KD on the other end has all the talent in the world to be the best of all time. Yet, mentally, I don't know. It's like he has a new fan base that feels like, I don't know. I, some of this stuff stems from them not liking LeBron, which is understandable. You know what I mean? Um, even going back to the whole Paul Pierce thing, again, that rooted from a lot of people not liking LeBron James. KD, a lot of people not not, like, uh, not liking LeBron James. Kyrie, you already know what it is. And that's cool. That has nothing to do with me. He plays for my team wearing a Laker jersey. But those beefs is between them and him, right? But I also see it, though. You know, I see it. Because at one point, I felt like KD could have been a better small forward 
But Bron has proven me wrong time and time again. You know what I mean? And Bron has been in the news for saying something foul towards a fan, towards fans before. You know what I'm saying? And he cleaned it up. Also, he knows better that if you're going to be the face of the league, you can't be sensitive. You can't be sensitive and you can't retaliate, you know what I mean, every pose, you know? And if you just look at the the paths of the careers that we're talking about, you can see how they're vaguely different, you know what I mean? There's a lot of drama over there in Brooklyn or whatever, not amongst the players or whatever, but there's drama. And for people, I I, I guess people want to see Kyrie as this revolutionary person that that's, that holds the NBA accountable somehow or something like that. It's like whatever whatever downfall that he has on the court is overshadowed by his political and religious beliefs. You know what I mean? Like that's that's where they're going. They want to separate. I don't, I'm not sure if Kyrie is one of their favorite players or they know him personally or something like that. I don't know what it is. But to criticize Kyrie now, we're in the wrong because Kyrie is oh he 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 uh he made sure that you know he get he donated a paycheck to the WNBA and um the reason why he took time off because you know he was celebrating a birthday and you know all this shit that gives him another excuse to say shit and then to disappear. He gets into a scuffle with Dennis Schroeder. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people feel like they believe that because Dennis Schroeder was out there cooking. You know what I'm saying? He dropped 17 on that nigga real quick. But then was trying to D up all 94. All 94, he was trying to D that nigga up. You know, pause. But, you know, he was locking in all 94. And I'm not sure if that actually frustrated him. If there was some chitter chatter going on amongst the bench. You know what I'm saying? The Kyrie or something like that. But we know how it gets because a lot of these players have fragile eagles. You know what I mean? I've never heard of anybody saying anything negative about Dennis Schroeder, the way he talks to other players, this, that, and the third. You know what I mean? So we've seen the history with Kyrie, you know. Um, anything that's said about Kyrie, he's going to speak on. You know what I mean? And I, I want to say because he speaks so well that People actually believe him and things like that. And don't get me wrong. He does. You know what I'm saying? But everything is not for us. I don't need to know your beliefs. I really don't. And I don't care. He got upset because Dennis Schroeder told him, like, chill out, bro. Like, damn, my nigga. Don't call me a nigga. Now, are you saying that because he's from Germany or because you really feel like you don't want nobody calling you nigga? Because I, I honestly feel like he's not going to bark at too many players. Not saying that he would be scared of the other players, but because it may not affect him, they may not have cooked him. <laughs> they may not have dropped 17 on him, or he might have a more of a relationship with these other players. You know what I'm saying? For, them to give, for him to give them a pass to get called a nigga. I'm pretty sure Dennis Schroeder wasn't the only nigga in his career to ever call Kyrie a nigga. You know what I mean? They're saying it on the court all game, every game. So for him to get upset at that, to get kicked out, and I had walked out of the door as soon as they both got kicked out, headed to the jacuzzi, you know what I'm saying? But I was listening to the uh, the rest of the game on my phone 
because um, I got Spectrum or whatever. Then I was uh, actually getting phone calls uh, about the game and things like that. I guess that people thought I wasn't able to watch it, so people were calling me, giving me updates and shit like that and telling me the reason why he got kicked out, et cetera, et cetera. All that shit got weirdo vibes to me. I'm not going to hold you. Y'all can continue to make it like I tweeted, like he's going to go out here. There's going to be a video that surfaced of him feeding some dolphins. And then y'all going to type some stupid shit like, see, and y'all thought he was missing, you know, thought he was missing time because he wants to rest and things like that. When he was out here saving the planet, man, shut that shit up, bro. That shit is is, is ugly. And I get it. People feel like they I, I have like a deep relationship with. Uh, Westbrook, you know what I mean? Because we have had a few encounters or met in person and stuff like that. And there has, well, just they that's, that's what people feel or whatever. So they don't never see me judging or criticizing Westbrook and stuff like that. I will say this. For certain players that act weird, the shit that I say on my podcast, if, 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 if I had the opportunity to say it in person, I would. I wouldn't hide it. I wouldn't deflect from saying it again or whatever. That's just how I feel because it's not about me being a media person per se and just saying shit for click for clickbait. If that was the case, I would post clips of me saying some wild shit on Twitter or on IG and tagging the people and tagging the NBA and things like that. I just want people just to listen to it. And if they have something to counter or something negative or positive to say, hit me up on Twitter, hit my DMs or whatever the case may be. If you want to be on the show, feel free. At the same time, I just feel like how they went about it and how the media went about it was all wrong. The media know that they're going to get a soundbite out of Kyrie and KD. KD and Kyrie actually know that they're going to get them uh, to react a certain way, and they're going to get people riled up. To me, it's just all wanting attention. They may call it respect or whatever the case may be, but to me, it's all attention. The shit with Shannon Sharp and KD, it's all attention. Shannon Sharp is doing his job, whether he's right or wrong. Why is KD in the news for beefing with a fucking uh, a, a former comedian uh, actor, and then now he's... He he's going at it with a former NFL player turned analyst about his status in the NBA or whatever. You're going to get criticized on every fucking sports channel by every single analyst, whether they like you or not. And for you to have a homeboy to come on one of the podcasts as your PR spokesman and say, well, we really don't trip off of that. You know what I'm saying? It is, it's quite funny that they feel like, you know, the, the riff between, uh, KD and uh, Draymond is still going because, like, bro, they squashed it after that game or squashed it that same day. It's like, bro, well, the, the crazy part about it is is that y'all put so much shit online, why y'all don't put the good shit online? So now we have to speculate and say, yeah, maybe these niggas is still beefing. Actually, but y'all don't really care. So why would you even tell us that y'all not really tripping over that? That shit is old. Why are y'all paying attention to it? Again, everybody gets blamed from the media all the way down to the players. Everybody gets their blame. It's social media. This is what we have to deal with. At the same time, let me just tell you right now, your favorite player was most likely a weirdo. Even if he was Jordan, even if he's uh, LeBron James, even if he was Kobe, they did some weird shit, all questionable shit back in the day, whether it was on the court or off the court. You know what I mean? So, honestly, the legacies will live on in, in a positive way by former players 
um, and the relationship that these players had with their fan base outside the court, outside those arenas. So, I mean, I don't understand the fight for it. Like, KD will always, KD will go down as one of the best offensive players we've ever seen. Kyrie will go down as one of the best ball handlers, uh, layup package, God, that, you know, clutch player that we've ever seen. That still doesn't stop them from being a weirdo. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if Brooklyn was to win the championship, a lot of niggas that's not Brooklyn Nets fans will celebrate it just because I want to say the underlying beef between KD, Kyrie, and Braun, and because they have this attachment to Kyrie's character that really that really baffles me. But at the end of the day, man, you know, people are free to do what they want, say what they want. It's a free world, kinda. But I'm just gonna say, man, look. If it's some weirdo shit, just point it out. You know what I mean? If you, It's okay being a fan of all these players. That's weird. But at the same time, man, hold these cats accountable. And more so, hold yourself accountable and hold the media accountable. Sometimes these niggas ain't always right, and sometimes these niggas ain't always wrong. The bottom line is nobody is perfect, and nobody's going to have an undefeated. Overall with BTG, we'll be back next week with some Laker talk. My Lakers is playing well. We we coughed up that Knicks game. Niggas was probably tired because all that effort they put into that Brooklyn game. But shout out to the squad, man. Vogel got them playing well. THT taking a whole lot of shots. These niggas is living, man. <laughs> These niggas is living. But I'm liking how the squad looking. Can't wait to the uh, two dogs get back. And we're going to see what it is. Shout out to y'all. Overall with BTG, the gym is now closed.